0: so Ali, Omar, you guys both grew up in, on the West coast and the car scene oh, from yeah. where I'm, I'm from the Midwest. So car scene for us was honestly just a bunch of JDMs and pickup trucks. Like it was diesels, Hemis and, um, V is come, what it was for from us. Town or what? Is, that's, that's where I grew up, man. Oh, man. And, and so, <laughs> so coming out to the West coast, the car scene here is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And you guys saw like People like Doug Demuro and a lot of these car guys; these car channels are all based off the West Coast. Like, yeah. how was it for you guys growing up? I mean, what what was the car scene like in the two thousands and up until now? I mean, what?
1: Go ahead, Omar. Go, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I grew
2: up in Pismo Beach, uh, California, right off, nice. right along the coast, right there. Yeah, beautiful so, sand. Um, yeah, you got a good mixture beautiful. of people. You got a lot of uh, old retirees driving in in their older Chevys, Fords, and such, and then. We got our uh, younger. That's where he gets his you know, car sense. We got our younger Older Kyle tirees, scene as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. We got plenty of Kyles out there with Monster Energy drinks, you <laughs> know, with their lifted F 150s Tacomas, ripping it out on Pismo Dunes, and then you got your lowrider scenes on uh, on the more uh, predominantly yeah. Hispanic parts of town. You know, we got a good is amount that, of
0: Impalas. It's is there a big culture of that, like the
1: lowriders oh, yeah. and the? Oh yeah, I think I think you know, growing up you. you He's definitely right. There's a, there's a there's a different groups, right? Then you have your dub scene and your guys who do that yeah. VIP style with the Lexuses yep. and the Volkswagen's that are on airbags down to the ground. Yeah. Um and then you have your JDM type of guys and and there's I think in that section there's two type of guys. There's, there's that one segment that's more into the look and to that static or that stance and they're kind of rubbing off the ground it's more about the look of the cars yeah, yeah. and they do they do uh, i mean put in like engine modifications and things like, things like that but then there's the other group who's more into the track oriented um and race oriented then you have your uh, exotic groups yeah so you come down to the you know o- orange Yo. county um Hilly county by the oceans and then you have your exotic car groups your rally guys yeah so there was a big culture of cars and and you know cars Brought people together, and 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 the thing is, like for me, I've appreciated all the different types. When I was a kid, yeah, growing up, driving down, you know, the thing that I'd be most excited about was the dealerships on the way to school every morning. You know, oh, yeah. I just oh wow, yeah, maybe the same cars every day, but yeah. it Look, the the car scene here
0: is insane. It's unlike any other part of the country. I mean, I I've been to Miami. I've been to New York and the East Coast. Like, they each have their own car scenes. Yeah. But I think the diversity that we got here in SoCal is unreal. Like, you can go to one car meet. You can go to South OC Cars and Coffee and see a CONUS egg. You could see an egg. Exactly. And then you could see that freaking first gen RX 7 with an LS swap. Oh, with, yeah. like, you just see the most insane exactly. variety here. It kind of feels you like. You can't a, get anywhere. You yeah. know, like
2: for, for, uh, Forza Horizon? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you're just Forza. driving through there, you <laughs> yeah. just you have some trophy truck truck just ripping it through there no. and then you have a Lambo just racing against exactly. there? It you feels can't like get SoCal that in
0: right any there. other part of the country. And that's why, like I was asking you about Pismo. Yeah, I've never been up to Pismo. I don't know if there is much of a car culture there because you got SoCal is in, I feel like it's in its own world. Like yeah. LA down, San Diego doesn't have a whole lot of a car culture, but I think like LA, OC, LA, L- Empire. It, I hey, San I, lived, Diego. I lived in San Diego. I think it I mean,
1: trickles in. I think it, there's maybe less events going on. Yeah. I'm oh, sure, it trickles in. And, and there is, And the thing is, the whole—I mean—with the internet today, with YouTube and the popularity, I feel like there's people everywhere now, and the communities kind of come closer. Yeah. yeah. Of course, we're at the mecca of cars and and the whole car culture in the world, and I think even it's in the Middle East oh. nowadays, in Dubai and and things like that, Abu Dhabi—they have a big car culture and car scene. Yeah. Where do you think but half their cars I, get sent I, but, from? But there's—but no, no, uh, what I'm saying is, yeah, it's, but it's not like SoCal. It's not like SoCal. No, we're in the epicenter.
0: Exactly. And I think. I think in like Dubai and Abu Dhabi, you got you got like some insane tuner culture. I have an uncle who used to do some insane swaps on like Land Cruisers. Uh, used to do some tuning for them. They would crank out six, seven hundred, eight hundred horsepower, well, like Sam, insane builds. This,
2: look at half their videos. And look at where. Look at half their shocks. What are they running? They're running Kings. They're running Icons. Yeah. Where are all those made? You got you got King over here in Southern California. You got Icon out on Riverside. I mean, yeah, the industry's all, all, all here. here, man.
1: Exactly. What do you guys think about? how you know the market is with all these different cars and the some of these older cars come going up in value i mean a lot of the cars are they call them modern classics whereas yeah. back in the day you would have your you know your 40 year old car your 30 year old car that would become a classic but nowadays we have those 90s cars those early 2000 models are going up in value
0: it's our generation right exactly like, uh, unemployment Aside from COVID, I think that put a little – we thought it was going to, like, plummet car prices. That oh, didn't happen. The I opposite wish. happened. The supercar market skyrocketed. Um, yeah. And the semi-vintage – I call it, like, semi-vintage 90s. Like, my little 93, my 190E that I just sold, that's, like, semi-vintage. It's not oh, you really so, – You sold your 190E? I just sold it. Oh, Why'd you man. sell that? I made money. I made some – I made more than I thought.
1: No way. Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell us a story about that.
0: I can't share that story. That's for another
1: podcast. Okay, okay. okay. No, no, no. I just, just
0: to stick to it, like the two factors that I saw is like people like us were out of college. Now, those were the cars that we idolized, right? Like the, yeah. the nineties JDMs, mm-hmm. even like the late eighties, early nineties, exotic cars, like our generation got out of college. We were able to find good jobs. The economy has been well, relatively doing relatively well at least yeah. for the past like seven eight years right since the 2012 is really when it started bouncing back yeah so there's a lot of people in our generation who are able to afford that mark 4 supra who are able to afford that you know that ferrari 458 you know that's in that hundred fifty thousand dollar, two hundred dollars ballpark yeah. and i'm starting to see like a lot of young guys at a lot of car rallies and meets that are able to afford these cars and i think that's what's driving up the price i mean that's um, exciting
2: man i mean well uh, huh? right now i mean all at this point in time, I mean that twenty-five year limit or 24, 25 year limit for importing cars. Oh, now, now it's coming in where you can start purchasing those cars. You saw in initial D, you know, you know all of those, all those iconic cars that you saw back in the day when you were a kid playing with their Hot, me, hot Yo, Wheels. You know, what's that?
0: Out. What's that game? Do you remember the PlayStation game? Was it Tokyo? It's not Tokyo Drift. It uh, was uh, oh
1: Midnight Club for Speed. No,
0: no, it was like Tokyo Extreme Racing is what it was called. Okay. Really? and it had the dopest JDMs. Like, N- name a few. They- Huh?
2: Name a few. Name
0: a few of the JDM's. Yeah. I mean it it had the the Silicas and the Supras and the RX7s and the okay. cars that weren't like targeted on the modern games. It wasn't on Need for Speed that wasn't yeah. on that car that game was so realistic. But but that's what started like a lot of my like affinity for the vintage really? JDM cars. So
1: since you're talking about your vintage JDM or your affinity of cars, what were the cars no. that you that you liked as a as a child? I mean like I mean, I'm sure there's tons of them, but if you could say if you could put it on you know one of your hands, yeah, f- five cars. One, of, one we'll, of my hands.
0: You want five? Just want five? favorite five? Favorite uh, five? Omar.
1: Five. Um,
0: honestly, I think I think for a lot of people it's the same, but I differ on a couple. So the Mark IV Supra. I I was in love with that car. I was an RX-7 guy growing up, though. The third-gen RX-7. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was super beautiful. Did you like it? It had a feminine touch, but it was a race car. Like, it was a driver-focused car. It was rotary. It was different. And there wasn't a lot of them, especially in the Midwest. Like, there was not. I mean, you saw one. It was like seeing a unicorn. Versus, like, the Mark IV Supra. I went to high school with a guy who had one. I knew a couple people that had the Mark IV. Yeah. Um, But I loved the Mark IV Supra. The R thirty three or the R thirty three Skyline, Ooh, the uh, third gen RX seven, the the Mitsubishi three thousand GT VR four. That's a beautiful car. I think car. like red with the black leather interior.
2: Yeah.
0: Five speed manual. I don't think they made them in six speed then. Like by the time they phased out, but they were five speed manual. They were co- my uncle had one. Just wow. absolutely in love with that car. Yeah. Um, it's hard to find a mint now.
2: The three hundred GT. They actually d- made a few other models of that specific variant. No.
0: The 3000 gt yeah. i think they had a facelifted version but it was pretty much the same car yeah um and then it it was out of production like in the late 90s that's it
2: you think mitsubishi might revive that one day
1: it's uh, hard to say especially with mitsubishi because now they're they're yeah. ev- evolution they're closer suvs so maybe it'll come back as an suv or a crossover maybe, maybe a yep. minivan who Don't knows
2: about the super back i mean
1: yeah well you know what the, the problem with
0: mitsubishi um First of all, it was a very reliable car, the 3000 yeah. GT. They, and that's one thing I love about the 90s cars is that they're super reliable. What does everybody love about the Mark IV? Oh, I yeah. mean, just some minor upgrades to that block, and you could run 1,000 horsepower through it. You could tune it, slap on some bigger turbos, change out a few components, and you can crank out 1,000. I mean, that's pretty much the, the standard now. You got a Mark IV. It's like if it it's doesn't a, have a 1,000, yeah, you're like... Yeah. What are you really doing? Like yeah. you're not bragging at any car show with a 600 horsepower Mark IV. <laughs> like the standard is a thousand now, which is insane. Yeah, um, I can't do that to my 911. I got a 991.2. I can't crank that to a thousand horsepower. That yeah. block can't. Yeah, for, maybe, for one <laughs> you know, maybe one run. Maybe one run. But in all reality, and it'll cost me 20 grand to
1: replace. Like yeah, you can't do that.
0: Uh, the two JZs are relatively inexpensive. Yeah. Uh, they're harder to find. Well, now, now they're they've gone uh, up yeah. majorly. Yeah, yeah. So now it's Supply. not even.
1: So so because of this whole thing where everyone's looking for these motors, for these transmissions, for the cars themselves, everything, the price has gone so, so high, nowadays it's like, is it really worth it to to get it? And now what's the next thing? and I think so we would be the we, VQ, actually. We, we, were, we were actually talking the other day because... Um, even cars like the Honda S2000s are going up, but they're still still you know, reasonable. They're still reasonable. You could pick up yeah. a clean one um, for ten grand, right? Like you could still get a, a decent one.
2: Not SoCal, but maybe you, maybe, you maybe if you go further out. What maybe, are they
1: going for now? Maybe about sixteen to twenty. Yeah, really sixteen about that to COVID tax, man. That COVID tax <laughs> is the six COVID to ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Now yeah. the other car right now, I, I believe, would be a C5 or C6 Corvette. It's at the bottom. I don't oh, think yeah. it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna go down further. You may find a few examples here and there, but there'll be very abused and abused yeah, mo- yeah. models. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm they're sorry. about ten to twelve to fifteen for the C sixes. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. like and a five example, cheap materials. But, not, but the but the thing is not, with that car, GM's best work. But yeah. Well. But the thing is with that car, you have a 350 horsepower motor that's naturally yeah. aspirated, rear exactly. wheel drive. The car is very light. It's it sounds balanced incredible. Very well. LS power sounds baby, incredible. <laughs> It sounds incredible. The C5. Oh, yeah. Are we still C, talking about the, the same thing? C5 and oh, yeah. C6 are yeah, almost the dude, same they're, thing.
0: They're they're incredible. I, like I said, my only knock against GM in that era was that they went cheap in their parts bin. Like yeah, yeah they invested you, no money on the interior. You're they about cared. Interior, but I mean the guys. But it's a Cavalier buying... interior. It's a oh, Chevy Cavalier right, when I sit
1: inside it. The point. I mean the thing. The thing with that car is that it's not like the your your GTR. Your R33 and R34 GTRs were exquisite and Porsche quality or Lamborghini quality. Or, right. I mean, in all their head dash dashboards and displays. And yeah. the same thing with like a 240SX. That's about the same price as a as a, as that C5 C C6 Corvette. Jeez. So what you can get for a Corvette with the 350 horsepower without having to swap a motor in it. Parts are so having, much cheaper. Yeah, so yeah. Much,
2: I mean, yeah, that's the value proposition, really. I mean, exactly. that's where it's at. Well, if you think uh, about it now, actually, the Corvette. Now that it's around $10,000, the interior is finally fitting the price.
1: The interior does it's fit the price 10 at $10,000 price. It, it, says it, the guy who had a cor- who had it. a C7 Corvette. I yeah. mean, <laughs> to be fair, that You had a C7?
2: I had a C7, but nice. man, every part of that car rattled when you hit a speed bump.
0: Really? Yeah. Just but, poor build quality or like what was the issue with oh, it? Like man. did you buy it used or
2: what? Bought it used, but, I mean, that, that sucker was maintained. You know, it was garage-kept, and still the leather was tearing. You'd hear a rattle every single time. You'd hit a rough road. I mean, it was a uh,
1: so Omar, t- so So the other car that I was, I was going to tell you guys about that I believe is at that, that the rock bottom right now is a 350Z and oh, the yeah. G35. And believe it or not, your boy uh, Omar just about two weeks ago picked up a 350Z. And nice. myself here just picked up a G35. Who did what? Myself, I just picked up a G thirty yeah, five. You picked five. up a, G35. Picked up. Yeah, picked up a G thirty five. Look at you guys know? making moves under the radar. Exactly. So what, I mean, what are
0: you guys gonna do with them? Like what are you gonna do with the three fifty Z? Because so, I mean at the end of the day, if it's just a normal road car, it's a three fifty Z, nothing special, right? So what, what are we, we just what got are a, we doing to it? Yeah, we'll tell so you about we have
2: a posi track uh installed on there. So nice. limited slip in the rear. Yeah. Um we got a full full racing set coil over. Uh, s- set up so on there as well. He has a
1: full BC long stroke yeah. coilover system with a nice. fully adjustable rear end, and, and and the the suspension setup is a true rear in yeah. his car. Uh, the other thing is that he does have an angle kit on it. Mm. So basically, if you think about it, for for three to five thousand dollars, you could find these examples. It's what other rear wheel drive car that you can find that are about two hundred fifty horsepower to two eighty horsepower, yeah. and that not only not only do they have that sort of power. Yeah. But they're also rear wheel drive, they're manual transmission, they're relatively light yeah. and they're relatively balanced. I mean, there's no other car And if you look at all these people chasing these, you know, these older BMWs, these older 240SXs, these some of these um, other JDM cars for what you're paying, you're not getting what a 350Z gives you. So I think and people don't, you know, haven't realized that yet and there's so many the examples vintage of vintage
0: BMWs are nostalgia. all right there isn't the same like sure yeah the 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 350z doesn't have that same allure that a vintage bmw does right for sure you're not getting thumbs up on a highway in a 350 unless it's an enthusiast or like they know what you've done to the car like it's a real car enthusiast vintage bmws well
1: we're not talking about e30s i'm talking about probably like e36s and some of these 36s are starting to have like a cult following now yeah think about it this
2: way though i mean with the 350z the Altima, the Murano, you got almost every single Nissan product having that VQ engine in there. Mm. Just think about it. I mean, you can swap an engine for less than maybe 1500 bucks.
0: Got it. I thought you were trying to say that's what made it special, like in terms of like, next level car. And I'm like, I don't know how well, I want to well, say well, like, well, I get, well, no, no, that is, car is, that engine is tuned completely different. Well, like well, the top of the block is different, isn't it? Or is it all the same thing? So they so the, they quite
1: slightly. And then they have something called a rev up motor on there. So they okay, have yeah. one that has an extra thousand RPM. Nice. And if you, if you look at that model versus your E36, now for E36 M3, for a nice example, you're paying what? 13 grand? E36, M3? E36 yeah. M3? Yeah, at least three, like they're starting to be grand. like 15 to 20 grand. Now. So for a car going you give her three to five grand, that you can have fun with, that they make very good track cars. They make very good drift cars. So that's th- so when I think
0: a 350Z, I think a DK, I think yeah, of Tokyo, yeah. drift, right? Tokyo Drift, right? Like I think of some serious that was, drift action.
1: That was my favorite movie of all the Fast and Furious movies. Of course, I, I would say the first three were the best, but yes, that was yeah, yeah. my favorite personally. I love it. I thought it was such a cool story. And when I saw that, oh, yeah. dr- when I saw that 350Z going up to the rooftop, oh, on and that, that parking yeah. structure, oh, yeah, parking yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh! Every time I saw a 350, that was so. You know, you're talking about some of the cars that when you grew up. Yeah. For me one of the big cars was a 350z i mean i was in love with that car oh yeah i was in love with the e46 m3 he's, At the yeah. time, Yo, he's got did. a love affair with your car hey i, I mean, did he's telling yeah love the 35 yeah. the g35, yeah. g35, yeah. Has the, same g35 is the same engine G- okay
0: you know? so you're is that your purpose though is it going to be a track car a drift car
2: uh that thing's just going to be a drift car specifically you know we're really going to focus car. on getting the hydro set up on there and Really just taking it out w- to Apple Valley. What does
0: that run you? You pay three to five grand for a 350Z, right? Yeah. You yeah. don't really care about, like, the seats and, like, the interior. You care about, like, the mechanics being good, like, or the bare bo- the bones yeah. being good. Yeah, yeah, so. I mean, then so, what are you, what are you well. dumping on it? I mean, so, like, what does it cost to get a car from just a normal road 350Z to a, a, a drift car or a track car? So if you're setting up. What are up, you really
1: spending on? Yeah. If you're setting up a, a drift car, so, yeah. like, so a basic drift car, you only need a couple of things you need you just basically need a manual transmission rear wheel drive car okay uh, once you have that you want to weld the differential or put a two-way limited slip and and uh welding an open differential is pretty cheap a lot of shops do it from like about 80 bucks mm-hmm. so it's very it's very reachable and attainable um the second thing is you want to make sure e-brake locks up your rear wheels and and then you have you want to make sure the e brake locks up the rear wheels. Locks up the re- rear wheels, and then and then all you need is the e brake. Now yeah. that's that's your stage one intro to drifting. Yeah. The next step is maybe getting some angle on there, um, on the front on the front. So you to have, the layman, what do you mean by angle? The so camper? angle, no. So so angle would be steering angle. So okay. instead of having, let's just say you got. 50 or 30 degrees now you have Radius. 50 degrees uh, to, 30, to, to, yeah. to turn the car what does that
0: what does that take there's a kit that allows you to Yeah, there's an to, angle
1: kit and, and there's like different types of kits um the other way to do it actually is to cut the knuckle where it goes little, into the hub yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. and what you do is you shorten it so it centers where where so let's just say it's turning your wheel from the back when you cut the knuckle mm-hmm. it kind of brings it in, inwards so it's closer so now when it's when yeah, it's turning so you're it turns able to, a lot more yeah. Got it. that um, makes sense so you cut the knuckle, reweld it, and, and that's the other way to do it. So it's relatively cheap. Um, there's a few tracks around here. Um, there's Adams Motorsports Park, but the better one is called Apple Valley Speedway. It's AVS, to Apple Valley. So it's a yeah. bit of a drive. But I mean, most tracks are out in the desert. Willow Springs. But, is, yeah. but when you go yeah. for regular track a, your car needs to have a your car needs to be. Uh, you need to have proper seat belts. You need to have a proper helmet. Uh, they roll check your, your battery well if you have a convertible have okay. a well right roll now cage. i'm talking about i'm talking about roll when cage. you go want to go for a regular track day regular yeah. track. then the track day you have two or three sessions and you're paying 150 uh, 150 or upwards of that now also if you if you're trying to put down lap times lap times have a lot to do with what kind of tires that you have how good brakes you know he's I mean, a how tire man you he's have. a tire expert what this guy yeah what kind of what kind of and then what kind of car that you have right, right. and and so all those things a lot of that has to do with you know how much money you're willing to spend on it and with drifting it doesn't really require that because you could put used tires for 30 bucks a pop yeah Yeah. and and the entrance fee for the track is about 50 bucks you need a basic helmet and you're pretty much good to go okay
0: you you remember you were we were talking about my 190e and possibly making that either a track car or a drift car like swapping the motor changing the suspension up right really going all out ultimately i wanted to choose a completely different platform yeah um Honestly, I there's so much about that car that I loved, but yeah. equally amount of things equal amount of things that I hated about it. Hated the seating position, I hated the clearance, I hated the there was a lot of little things that I hated. Um that'd
2: be pretty unique though. Huh? How many one ninety E drift cars have you seen? One ninety
0: E drift cars. And you know what? I found I found a project car really? in San Diego that was already had the Evo kit on it and it was really? already in that I know BMW is a diamond Schwartz metallic. I don't know if Mercedes uses the same paint code, but you know that like charcoal looking black.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My, my BMW, my E30 was a diamond Schwartz metallic and it kind of really? looks that color. Oh, so wow. they, they had that, they had the Evo kit on it, but it needs like a full restoration, but they wanted six grand for it. Wow. Now the motor, they, the, it's not, it wasn't running, but the motor had compression and they, they took pictures of all that. Okay. It was like six grand for it. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Like, Maybe it's worth it, but I know I'm gonna dump a ton of money, and it's fine. I was willing to spend up to like 15 grand to have like an Evo clone. Yeah, it was a black interior, manual. Really? Uh, it looked incredible. But like, like I said, ultimately, I think if I buy a project car like that, it will be so that I can drift and track it, and I'd want a better platform. And,
1: and that's the fun. But, and that's the fun part about it. Um, yeah. yeah, like when yeah. you jump in and you're drifting, and and that's for me. I would say the whole car culture is there's many like there's So when we're talking about the different types of groups of people, people get into the car scene for different reasons. Some people like the way it looks. Some people like the groups of friends that they make. Like the way the 911 looks, for sure. <laughs> it's one I of the sexiest the cars. Nice, cars in my, I, my I opinion. mean, but but all of them. I yeah, mean, the yeah, lowrider guys
0: love the way their lowriders look in their classic cars. And I disagree painted. wholeheartedly. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> um, I'm not into like lowrider culture. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I, my and question s- was, I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. And then
1: some people like that that freeway speed and yeah. things like that, and those you know they like the sound of the exhaust. And then other people are more into. You know, developing some sort of skill, whether it's auto crossing yeah. track or whether it's drifting. And yeah. for, for for myself I would say personally it's to develop better skills in driving. Yeah, I do enjoy enjoying He's a, like a canyon
0: me. run drift guy. I love it, man. He's he like he's the ACH hitting the corners.
1: I mean, hitting him real
0: hard, you know. Hitting him real hard. No, no. I, I love that. I love that. He always, like, tries to drag me to the racetrack or to, the like, a drift track. And I know the couple times that he tried to invite me, it didn't, it didn't work out. But I really want to. Like, I think it's really important. I think some of my fear will be lifted when I get a lot of experience on the track. Like, I think I'll just develop. Maybe. Huh?
2: Or even off-road. Uh, uh well
0: <laughs> I don't have the platform for that. I don't have I'm not taking my 911 off road. No, Omar is I a mean, big off
1: road <laughs> guy. For me I, I don't enjoy, it's hard for me to go for hours at 2 miles an hour. <laughs> at 2 miles. I was at I was at uh, well, you
0: know, that was my question. Was like let's say somebody wants to get into it, all right? Some some somebody like me wants to get in to the drift scene or just to attract a track of car. But let's stick to drift because you have your 350Z. Yeah, What's the budget that I need? Like, what do I need to look at? Because I forget buying. I used to do that when I was young. I'll tell my, my E30 story later. It took me four years to get that car running, yeah. and I got to drive it a full two weeks uh, before it got totaled. So I'm not trying to buy project cars that are going to take forever right i gotta like buy a car know exactly what i need to spend on it have the budget there and get it done start tracking it so what does it take like what's the finance what's the budget i should set up what what am i looking at realistically to upgrade suspension i know every car is going to be different yeah but what's like a safe budget to set and say like hey you need to buy a car like three to five grand, like you can find a couple of good platforms with suspension upgrades, with all the upgrades that you need to it. You're into it X amount of dollars and you can have yourself a really solid drift car. What, so, what like, would you say, Omar? Go ahead. So,
2: okay. So, like, let's just say maybe two to three grand, right? You've just barely got your stimulus check. You, know, you, you really want to just take, <laughs> hey, your, that's take that sucker gone. out to the track. I mean, yeah. an E36, E46, uh, 328i with a manual that's like the
1: that, bare bones i mean you your, can
2: find those on what offer up facebook marketplace your brother like had one, $1 right he an e36 yeah so. my brother my brother, brother's
1: yeah. an e36 325i and the great yeah. thing about that is they're so cheap they ha- they make decent power yeah and and not only that they that chassis so well balanced that it does yeah. great and it's they're really yeah. smooth when they slide oh yeah and all you need is to cut the knuckles and weld it and you have angle. Yeah, so with yeah, other cars, they, you have to put a full angle kit, but that one is one of the ones that you could just yeah, cut the knuckles. The I'm a BMW guy. So well we, I know it's we all
0: have it. a mutual friend who's a BMW master tech. Yeah. So yeah. we need to
1: ask him about the reliability of these.
0: Like the E36 platform to me is a little foreign. Like I love them, but mm. I know they've had some issues. I, and I don't know which motors are the reliable one. Yeah, Again, so, like so, what's a good base to so start they, with? They,
1: the motors are generally really good. Yeah. Um, and but what they all do have in common is cooling issues. Yeah. So once you get, you know, you change your with water pump, like you yeah, a lot of your uh, your yeah. plastic a hoses w- and problem, tanks. Though, no? Yeah. Um. You you know you change your radiator. You go to a bigger radiator. Um, Are we
0: looking at him to get a yes ahead? Uh, a head you nod. Know, <laughs> <none. laughs> it happens all the time. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, yeah. The so, radiator. So once issue you change those uh, t-
1: those few things, other than that, I mean, they do have their issue- issues with their. Uh, a lot of times the bushings and their. The control arms and things like that. Their rear trailing arms. Those things need to be changed out. You could also put spear spherical bushings in there. Yeah. Um, Just normal wear and tear. And then the drive the drive shaft. They have something called a guibo. Oh yeah, uh, which is like a rubber connector. I heard about that, yeah. And so you want to you want to make sure that is good. So there's uh, what I would say is when you're going to, when you're buying a car at that cheap of a price below three grand. Yeah. One thing is to do is look at the buyer's guide. Are we in the best era for cars right now? Yeah. So so and a I, lot of a lot of people kind of go ahead and say that 90s era is the best. Some people, I, mean, I agree. Some, some of the old timers go back and say like the 50s and 60s, but for the most I mean, part, people say it's the 90s were the best decade of cars. Yeah. So. I mean, what do you think, Sammy? 50s and 60s was the best for American ingenuity. I oh, mean, we were cranking out some
0: amazing V8s and cars. I mean, the golden era of Corvettes, Chevy, and GM, and Cadillac like, oh, was scary. in the 50s and the 60s. That's some of the most beautiful cars we've ever made. I agree. But yeah. when we talk about the golden era of cars, I mean, we're talking about like JDM culture. Um, we're talking about the 90s. We're talking about reliability where automakers weren't worried about they weren't thinking about planned obsolescence, right? We had reliable motors, reliable cars, and they prided themselves on that. Now, even the most reliable automakers like Toyota is like their business model revolves around planned obsolescence. Their parts department
1: has become Are you a central kidding me? Really? cash cow. Are, Absolutely. I, I I, I do I, 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 I think we're on the cusp of the best era. Yeah. I mean, I, if you, if I you, you if you, I, I think the early 2000s, so if you look at the early 2000s, I mean, we had a lot. of The cars. It was a big plunder. <laughs> a lot of the the manufacturers, the quality, all, the, all that stuff. Nineties American
0: of, cars, I think, were terrible.
1: Yeah, nineties, two thousand. But have you seen but, a Dodge Neon? But I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying. Come on now. If, if Yo, you look you at it now, okay, think anymore. about your Dodge. Uh, yeah, they just made yeah. a. They, they made the Hellcat. They a seven hundred seven horsepower. Dan, I'm Fa- telling and you, you can even get a family version, and now they're stuffing that motor into every little car that they the have. T Rex, yeah, they, they think into about G- 2020, G- into though. a That's pickup cool. truck. Yeah. Um, I mean, now, I mean, the technology, the modern technology, and the accident collision avoidance systems, the autonomous driving with Tesla, the electric cars with that instant throttle. I don't disagree with you there. Um, but if, if you think about even the American sports cars, and muscle cars, look at the Camaro, the well, way they're handling and they're the, Camaro's they're doing on the track. is actually going
2: out of production pretty soon, though, so that's something to consider. Can but
0: I, but I'm saying, can I, can I drop something a little controversial? Yeah. Let's, let's I do. think there's a revival in the automotive markets now like there's a revival and there's a hot demand for great COVID cars was lots of literally
2: power. the perfect like you know Absolutely. recipe for pulling people into you know not it, only that it,
0: automakers decided to delay some cars to make them even better like they started I mean, listening to the competition and they're like perfect yeah. time to delay stupid example but mercedes did it with the eqc for example we're oh, talking yeah. about electric cars they said oh we got all these automakers that are coming out with even longer range than ours like if we're going to wow people like we can wait on the EQC during COVID, and we can make an even better performing car with longer battery life, um, and they're perfecting it. So by the time the EQC drops in the it, United it States, is we have an it product. is out in Europe. It is our Netherlands. My uncle is. has one. Oh, he so does. We were
1: actually talking about it this morning. I was oh, like, yeah. dude, I can't wait to see yeah. that car in the United States. And he was telling me to maybe look at a GLC. But yeah, go getting back on track no. with our subject.
0: So I mean, I, I, what I was saying, though, to finish my point is that, yes, I see a revival, but the golden era, in my opinion, was JDM in the 90s cars and even the Germans. The Germans were coming out with beautiful cars in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, I don't E36. know what the designation is, but the like the 95 S class is like my ultimate car, man. The S600, the V12s, like that's a sweet bulletproof. Car. They're just incredible cars. I the, mean, the eight series
2: the, BMW. That, yeah. Yes. That was that was The Alpina
0: was coming out with some incredible BMWs. The B10
1: is one of my favorite. Like you I mean, don't you, see you those cars other. anymore. I think that the 911 I had a poster of that 911 oh, yeah. as a yeah. child, a, a, you know, a Smurf blue 911, the uh, 993 or I don't know the designation, yeah. but it was a it was a '90s '911. You're talking about the '993, they're, they're 993. the ones that yeah. they use for RWB. So it's a RWB Incredible. nine eleven. Yeah. Got one right there, like we have
0: right here, and um, signed Akira Nakai. No way. Garage wow. for RWB. That's a special that. That piece. That is cool. That little tiny box was a couple hundred bucks, and uh, that little tiny car was I think seventy dollars. That's a limited edition. If you like threw one that of, into
2: GameStop stock yeah. maybe like three <laughs> days ago. A it's couple inc- hundred could have turned into a couple million.
0: Uh, hey, I. St- I got some money in stocks, man. Not <laughs> yeah, enough, though. I'm trying to be on your level. but There we go. Um, but, yeah, so I think the 90s era produced more beautiful cars that were more reliable.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. The technology wasn't there. But just as a whole, they were but producing beautiful cars. But are they, are they really more reliable? Because now every car goes over 200,000 miles. I mean, the 90s kind of cars were very reliable, less technology. So there's cool. less issues and less things to break down. Yeah. But now when we're thinking about electric cars and reliability, what is there? Really, they're just a motor and a battery. Well, yeah, um, hold on. And, and so so i mean if you give me a chance here uh, no no i'm cutting you off that's that's the point uh, the, if you give me a chance that's, here that's a, not only we made the corvette rear the rear uh mid-engined um beautiful car. uh the mustangs with carbon wheels so the technology even in the vehicles themselves um yeah. if you think about you know what's what's happening with some of the some of these sports cars of today's era are faster than some of the supercars, but do they in, have I don't the same spirit, I don't disagree though, with you, you know, there. Do they
2: have that, like but that charm, that charisma? And I do I disagree, and I, there. And I do
0: yeah, s- yeah, I don't think they do. Yeah,
1: no, but like, I d- why not? I what What's I the mean, Challenger
0: spec? They're crazy. Like the Hellcats are what six, seven hundred horsepower? About seven hundred horsepower. Okay, now, now have, is that a good-looking car, though? Does it compare to the the vintage, the '60s uh, Challenger? Like, does it compare to that first-gen Challenger? I think you, the yeah. first-gen is way to, more beautiful. If you, if
1: you compare it to your '90s Challenger did we have a 90s challenger or I a mean, oh, really? no <laughs> no no if you <laughs> compare it to
0: 90s gm car absolutely yeah. gm was creating garbage in the 90s and you they guys remember like uh, uh, like lamborghini it. right but,
2: like the Kuntosh the diablo uh, when you dude, when you heard about the, those cars even the viper man i mean
1: the, the first gen viper that no, but car, it, gorgeous car hold on hold, hold on i know you guys talk about 90s cars and how yeah. you know they're great But a lot of that has to do with the modifications you guys are able to do on 90s cars. Now, now, now talking about those modifications, a lot of those modifications and things like that came in later on. They they weren't there at at that time. I mean, the 1,000 horsepower 2JZs weren't you know weren't there right in the beginning they well, came in after a couple years though, and if you I think mean, about some of those sh- like the movies like the fast and furious movies that yeah. really exploded i agree tuner culture and, and, didn't hit till like now, the early 2000s and yeah. now we have all these because cars with wide body kits your Absolutely. brzs your yeah. rocket bunny kits you have you know the porsches all this stuff is happening today. The aftermarket is amazing. The parts that you can put on these cars, whether they're 90s cars or current cars, yeah. the, the drifting community, the tracking community, these things have gotten so much better. In so, in yeah, I would argue that the
0: beautification time. of modern cars is inspired by 90s
2: designs. But at the same time, if you think about it, maybe cars need more modifications now to have the same character that they had back in the day.
1: I you mean, see, when you drove a I Countach, I
2: mean, you you actually that car controlled you. Now, you now wouldn't. you drive a modern Lamborghini. I mean, you have so many yep. nannies to hold you back. I mean,
0: we got my buddy Edwin. He's a big time car enthusiast. Had a couple of cool builds. Builds. We're gonna bring him on the show here in a few weeks. Yeah. That's one of the things that we would always talk about, like the allure of the '90s sports car. Yeah. That it was. It was, He his quotes was it was trying to kill you. <laughs> He's well, like exactly. the car was yeah. literally trying to kill you. There was no driver assist, driver's aids like there wasn't the same type of traction control technology that we have ABS today white? like yeah there's no abs exactly <laughs> yeah. so so no, I, it was and, and it was I a raw and I, it's a it very
1: was, raw experience yeah. which is very yeah. fun yeah and it's funny because i'm the guy who likes the most raw i think out of the three <laughs> but uh do you really <laughs> but but really well, likes a raw or what but, but uh the thing is yeah. with, with I, I think this new era with all the technology <laughs> the electric cars uh we have We have pickup trucks that you could buy that you could jump at 100 miles in the desert. Yeah. I mean, the Jeep Rubicons have um, automatic uh, sway bar disconnects. So, just that technology, along with the performance, is set to another bar. But you know what? I, I think. Hey, you know what? It's the best time. Toyota just brought back their Supra. Yeah, I mean um, everybody's bringing back cars. the Bronco. Ford just, back Ford just back just came back out with the Bronco again. Um, so there's a lot. The Defender, of cool Land Rover brought out the you the know new a, Defender, yeah, and, an homage but, to the vintage one. I mean, with mean, modern this, though, and, and I think, I mean, in, I, in my opinion, much. I think the cars are all the cars. Are very beautiful like when, when we're talking about the 2000s i think the majority of the cars didn't look that great 2000s i mean weren't yeah i mean golden era. i mean when i was when the i mercy when i was in high school oh, and stuff like that, that nothing, was another level. i mean there wasn't too many cars that had the look to match the performance you know Here, here's what i will say
0: i'm of this opinion and i've done this consistently for the last 10 years so i'm backing up what i'm saying okay. i think it's really important to have a modern like if you're a real car enthusiast you'd have a modern car And you've got to have like a semi-vintage 90s, maybe late 80s car. Yeah, It gives you the best of both worlds. You can have something that's beautiful and old. But honestly, like if I were to be honest, I know you're asking me about like the golden era of cars. I still feel safer. I'm more, much more comfortable in a modern car. But I still feel that my vintage car is so much more beautiful. It's so much more. It's raw. They're more like driver focused with not a lot of aid. It's just a cool driving experience. But I also can't live without the cool modern car. Like. I'm. I want my 991.2 or the the 992 yeah. Porsche. Like I. I can't wait to upgrade to the 992. Yeah. But I also want that. Like I sold my 190e a week ago, and I'm already itching for the next like the next late 80s, early 80s, 90s so, vintage so, car. So, so yeah, talking like, I about. Can't, so talk, can't not
1: have one. So talk about that. So let's talk about your current garage. Saying I mean, what do you have in the garage right oh, now? I got nothing and, right now. But you I got have, a W221.
0: It's okay. 2009 S550 matic That's okay. my daily beater. I got it with low miles, like 65,000 miles on it. Solid. It's got 77 okay. on it now. Yeah, but it's my daily, uh-huh. and I got a 991.2 uh, uh, C2S cab. Okay. So that's wh- what is that?
1: What is that? Like, what are we talking about? It's a, it's a it's a rear engine. Nine Eleven Porsche. Yeah, it's really like a. And it's, yeah, and it's, making, it's kind of like a mid-engine. And how much? Right? And how much power does it make?
0: Um, it's it's got 420 horsepower. Okay, about three cool. something, three seventy pounds torque. You have the torque. rear-wheel drive variant. Rear-wheel drive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got the c 2s and, and then, so.
1: and then, what are you looking to add into your garage? I mean,
0: dude, that's an amazing question. What's been on honestly, your mind? Honestly, honestly, I got like a list of cars. That's my problem. Is like you can't give me that many options because. But I'm saying
1: like, with your goals coming up or what you want to do. We were next, talking about drifting yeah. and things like that. So what car? What, well, the next move, honestly,
0: for me is a GT3, okay. right? My ultimate, I know you guys will get into this later, but you guys have some Turo experience. Love to keep my C2S. I love a convertible. This is California. I couldn't have that in Ohio growing up in Cincinnati. Like yeah. you can only use your convertible three months out of the year. So I really love that I have this car. It's such a fun experience. I dropped the top. If it's cold, I could just roll the windows up in any weather. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to, like, Turo it or just park it and get a GT3. Yeah. Um, I think if I have the GT3, that's, like, my ultimate car. I don't need a supercar if I got a GT3. Like, that's a, it. The I GT mean, that, car, is, that is a supercar. It, yeah. No, no. I I mean, people argue about the 911 being uh, exotic or, or a supercar. But, yeah, GT3 is getting close there. I think the RS variant is more yeah. considered, like, supercar. So, Omar, tell us about your I mean, current garage. Well,
2: um, yeah, I mean... Uh, Like like based on that, I mean, I can't compete with the 991 just yet. But no, uh, no.
0: But you got some cool cars, man. Don't be modest. Yeah,
2: well, we got a a Jeep uh, Wrangler Unlimited Rubicon. We got a JLU, nice uh, 2019 model. Just got it lifted up, uh, with some 37-inch tires. And then um, on top of that, we got um, we have a C8 Corvette, basically built on the 3000 order. set to be made probably within the next two months or so sweet uh, I you love- have
0: allocations for two ch yeah, right yeah
2: yeah i have a red one and a black one coming oh, in God, for the guy. rental fleet you um, you gonna
0: sell me one of those allocations
2: i'll, I'll let you drive one for a day
0: <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> that, that's about man. it <laughs> this guy, you won't even um, give up one of his two allocations this guy I mean,
1: all right he's, <laughs> also, he's also he's also got he, he, this guy's going all american he's got the oh, holy yeah. tr- he's got he's got all the three Jeep, brands chevrolet yeah. and tell, about, tell me about what else you got from uh ford so, motor company
2: I was kind of feeling a little O.J. Simpson mood, so I uh, <laughs> th- thought I'd bring back the the Bronco tradition. So um, we've got myself uh, a uh, 2021 or 2020 Bronco with yeah. the uh, with the Sasquatch package.
0: Oh, nice, you went with a great package. Um, yeah, you got the uh, two tires. two or the four door, the two door. Or oh, the four I got door? the
2: four door. I mean, in general, nice. having I mean, with Broncos going to this independent front suspension, it's not yeah. really based as a rock crawler, right? I mean, that independent front works really well when you're going fast at higher speeds, especially yeah. with the Sasquatch package, with the Bilstein uh, performance-tuned shocks. And it was but
1: designed they had to run that the
0: suspension, right? Yeah, exactly. The Haas suspension is incredible because it, oh, yeah. uh, it, changes, it detects, it can sense what type of terrain you're on and adjusts Ra- the suspension.
2: Raptor-esque according. suspension. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is pretty pretty dope, man. Um, like I, yeah.
1: and, and tell us about the color you have that. Oh, yeah, oh, what we what got, you got the
2: sunburnt orange, that Ooh. typical... You know, poster, that prototype the car, that prototype color, yeah, the, exactly. The, the sexiest, spec. I, I honestly believe that if you buy a car, you know, in that poster like color, yeah. it's going to retain its value a little bit more just because whenever you see that car, whenever someone's going to buy that car, they're going to look at that poster and be like, wow, you know, that it's, was the car I wanted when exactly. I was you know.
1: And then, and then he has his high school dream car, that 350Z. Oh, oh that, yeah, that was your high school, dream hey, oh, yeah. car, yeah. This is this is an interesting topic and question that I have. When you think about car colors today, why are all car colors black, white, silver, gray? I mean, there you have these. Four, I mean, it's all a black and white, it's a monochrome spectrum. I mean, what happened to those days in the it's, in the, the 60s and 50s it's where based they had on the that- false narrative
0: of resale value? That's what it is. You think? I think we were talking about like this perception that people think like white sells for more. Um, and well, I think I think that's true, like for the moder- desert, huh?
2: If you're in the desert or you're in the UAE, it totally makes sense <laughs> why you'd get a white car just because of the color and listen, the temperature. But I,
0: listen, I'm I'm a minority. And I'll tell you right now, the most annoying car in the world that's driven by every minority, Armenian, Iranian, Lebanese is a white <laughs> BMW, a white three series specifically for <laughs> yeah. a certain age group and demographic. <laughs> I hate that car with a passion. <laughs> I wish BMW would stop making the color white, and I'd love to see some other variants. Like, and, and, and why can, not those? I mean, why what, not those wild colors? Why not those special colors? I mean, there's uh, the Estoril car.
2: blue. I mean, you got all kinds yes. of different.
0: I had a blue. I don't know if it was royal blue. I had a blue X5, and my only other favorite variant of the X5 was a red. I don't know what the the color is. Really? My buddy Edwin's like a color nerd. He could tell yeah. you the exact color of wow. every. Yeah, yeah, if you tell him, like, hey, what's that red? He'll be like... That's Rosso, Corsa, whatever red. He's, he's incredible with that. So wow. yeah. we're going to mess with him in a couple weeks when he comes on. We're going to give him That's a quiz. Just strange. throw like 10 different colors at him. <laughs> See if he can, he can name them. But yeah, yeah. so exactly. I, and I think some now, Home Depot paint swatches. <laughs> exactly. I think now, I think well, you man. guys can agree with me. Nobody's buying vintage BMWs in that stock, like white. Color. Nobody cares. Like yeah. the cool ones are those like limited colors that nobody got. Oh, yeah. The purples, the blues, the really cool
1: ones. Those are where the values are. And, and if you think. think. Think about it when you're looking at your family's old cars and the old pictures and the clothes that they're wearing. You, the ones that are bright, are the the ones that are exciting. That's that's what you want to see. I mean, the guy's wearing a gray shirt, you know, and and black pants. There's there's nothing exciting about that. But the guy wearing the red puffer jacket with the, you know, his jeans on, his yellow backpack and his, you know, pink. Uh, Cadillac, you know, yeah. with yeah. the fins on it. That's yeah. what you want to see, you know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, Cadillac with the fins. A couple
2: <laughs> months ago, we had the Torch Red C7 Corvette, and yeah. the moment you would drive anywhere with a kid under 8 years old, if they didn't oh, yeah. point, they were probably colorblind. Yo, I agree. In all honesty.
0: Listen, you know, you know how plain my, my, my 911 was, right? Yeah. Like It was the like the gun, gun metal gray rims, which is pretty factory, given the brake dust issue on most 911s. <laughs> Um, I, as soon as I got the wheels gold, it was like, all of a sudden it went from like being this, like hidden vehicle this invisible car to like all of a sudden everybody looks at it um
2: oh wait oh you're the guy with the the golden rims the gold wheels yeah hey it? like oh, when, even with yeah. video oh, editors hey. i go on a
0: lot of rallies like when i tell them like hey do you got any footage of my car they're like what is it like just gold gold rim nine eleven. like ah yeah yeah got it you gotta get and some wheels real reels reels real quick.
1: to match those <laughs> yeah. wheels though you <laughs>
0: know? hey but i'm dropping a little nugget here i think i'm getting it wrapped miami blue in like two Ooh. weeks yeah okay. so it'll be like, like one of the rare i saw it I saw a nine nine two in Miami blue, huh? blue with the black top with the gold. It kind of looked really. You got to wear the Hawaiian really shirt after that. <laughs> I got
2: to start shirt. calling you Vinny now. I mean, no, no, no. It's a now.
0: hey. There's a lot of GT
1: threes in the Miami blue. I mean, I think that's what the originally they The respect Miami for. blue is, yeah. is the yeah. color when you're getting a Porsche, and, and yeah. that's 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 what I love about it. The other thing that I wanted to the, no hold to, on. You dodged the question. What the heck is in your garage, dude? What is in you, my garage? You had a car. And <laughs> what now is the car's it in gone? this guy's
2: garage now? Yeah, that's... what do you got
0: going on? Because so I honestly, a... I talked to Omar about his cars uh, when I, we went on a car event this past weekend. Don't know where the heck you were. Uh, but you, you've been making moves without telling anybody. Oh, yeah. And so I'm. So yes. let's
1: let's start in the 21st century. The 21st uh, century. We have our uh, we, we I do have a Tesla Model Three. I, uh-huh. I love that car. So many people hate that car, but ultimate and, and I was it. I was one of the haters of that car too. I don't like the fact that everything's going electric and there's no manual transmissions. And yeah. I felt that's it's uh you know it's a simple car. It's, it gets the job it, done. It's but beautiful. It's, it's super simple. comfortable. Less it's got than all more. your yeah. It's got all the technology. It drives itself. I mean, what can I say? The only thing is that range anxiety and that still is there and and, and the fact is that you do have to pl- pre-plan where you're going yeah. yeah um then i do have i i, I have e- evo 10 which was on fire that i bought salvage <laughs> so i have to bring built that car bring that you thing did back buy to life it. that's going to be nice. a separate episode in itself yo you know? yeah that will be a really cool build oh yeah okay. we have a a, a, a green a military green JL Rubicon just like Omar. So nice. we're, we're Rubicon buddies. Not I think head. I think I got Let's the better see. color and uh, I got the tow package on there. Um oh shots fired. God. Shots fired. But uh <laughs> we'll see who can model um, off road better though. Uh <laughs> anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so 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 the other thing, the other car that I do have is my Subaru BRZ drift car. So that car I've had for 2 years, it's actually been in the shop for over a year since I've known you. I haven't seen it yeah, you or heard seen about it. it. You just said you're working on it. We were working on it. That's yeah. a very well, you... special car. I'm working on all the details. We're going to dial that thing in. Um I'm, I'm I'm very proud of how that car is at like the state that it's at Pepto Bismol um, Tell me tell we me what it, the, it looks like We call it you just... Pepto brz so it is Pepto-br-Z. it is Pepto Bismol so it looks like <laughs> you basically were slingshotting through a through a it was a black car that was slingshot through a bottle of Pepto Bismol <laughs> So right, can, whatever we put that a picture, looks,
0: can we put a picture of that up? Yeah, we'll put right, a picture we'll put of that picture up. Of it, up, it, has up a, it, has,
1: it has a Rocket Bunny version 2 kit on it, so nice. it's a wide body. Yes. Yeah. Looks, it's a bolt-on kit, right? Um, it's, it, it is a bolt-on kit. Yeah. It, it, you, have to, you do have to cut the fenders do. and trim and do all that kind of stuff. And you were um, fine
0: with that because that car was... You, yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, and then what we do have is we have full coil overs, a full, fully adjustable rear, rear, an angle kit that's going on there. Um, Drift car. It's it's a complete drift car. It's a That's party be car. One of the sickest little drift cars. I'm gonna have yeah. to pull a, a Billy Mays BRZ. here and
2: say, but wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, if you and going into the interior, I have a flocked dash. So if you guys don't know what flocked dash is, no. look that up. It's like a suede, like a suede uh, dash. And the thing is, with that dash, when you have a suede dash, you're not having any um, glare on your front windshield, right? I love that. Yeah. So it's it looks really, really cool. Um, I mean,
2: you have the BRZ, but what else do you have,
1: man? So, and then I have a Honda S2000. Yeah, you got yeah. a 2000. S I have 2000, a Honda huh? S2000. That 2K. car, I bought it. I mean, it's one of the cars that I loved in high school. Wait, AP1 or AP2? Uh, I have an AP2, the oh, okay. last generation. Okay. It's yeah. a black with a full red interior. Those are going up. Those I are skyrocketing. That's in like, like the
2: most rare model. Yeah, in exactly. Nowadays. The
1: AP2 wasn't out So that was an AP2 with a full red interior, including red carpet, red everything. Cinnamon red. Yeah. What's it's, the exterior color? It's it's black. So black. It's oh, I my think out spec. of the black and and with my a full red, spec, there's only about eleven yeah. 1, hundred of them made. Wow. Uh, and probably the, like le- way less than half still on the road. So yeah, way less than half is on the road. Um, it, it is over a hundred thousand miles, but I've gone through every single thing. Like yeah. the, I mean, everything is up stock upgraded. Um, what motors does that have in it? It's the V six. Uh, no, no, it's nah, it's a, it's a, actually it's a four, in, cylinder. It's a oh, it's a four four-cylinder. cylinder, and it was the most powerful. Engine per uh, liter before the Ferrari four five eight, really? So what? A f- what a flex! Even the Alpha <laughs> what, a, of, uh, what a flex! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, it, and and it revs out to about eighty. Three hundred RPM. The, oh yeah. the, the first generation revved out a little bit higher. you in? Huh? The second. The second generation has a little bit better. Uh, it, the body looks a little cleaner. The lights yeah. don't have those big or, orange reflectors on your headlights and things yep. like that. So I kind of yeah. like. I kind of like the facelift version of it. No, it's okay. a clean it version. It was, I was, like it. It was a later version of it, and I, I've I've done, you know, replaced so many things in that car. Replace all the bushings and up, everything that I've touched has been upgraded. Yeah. Nice. Um, and it's and it's not like I. It's it's still a stock, but it's stock upgraded. So it drives very nicely. It's a very well balanced car. Um, what do you use that for? Uh, just like a Daily, cruiser, just a fun. No, just a fun no, cruiser. I I, I rare I drive that car once a week or once every two weeks. It's just like a cruiser type you of. You do it on a few rental apps, no? I, I I did a couple times, and now we're now what we do is probably take it to the canyons and and just enjoy. It. It's it's a it's a really fun, just car a fun and car, car to have. drive. Yeah, I would It's going hard. up in value, so
0: did yeah. You haven't really messed with it, like you haven't really changed
1: anything no kept it mainly stock it's completely stock pretty much i do have some coilovers but i do have my stock ones um. Oop. So it's got yeah, a new set of coilovers on you there. You have the
2: S2K, and then you got a couple more cars now. Yeah.
1: Um, Omar knows, man. He's got the oh yeah. I don't even
0: know. I don't even know what he has.
2: I'm, I'm
1: do waiting until the juicy part. I do, do have got? an FJ Cruiser. Oh, the FJ. With I, the Fox I remember, suspension. Yeah. It's lifted. It's got 33s on it, KMC. That, that I would say, is the most comfortable car I've ever sat yeah. in. The front seats are couches.
2: Keep in mind, this guy hasn't driven a GX yet. So. That's true. <laughs> he hasn't truly enjoyed it. Omar's a big proponent of the GX.
1: I do like the boxiness. It's like driving a brick. Dude, I yeah. love it. MPG's garbage, but, you know. I it, wanted an FJ for the it's, longest it's, time. Really? It's visibility. You feel like you're in a tank. Yeah. You, but the the, you, the you glass, are, glass is so short and so square. You have three windshield spots. wipers. Like, I mean. You have three windshield wipers. your blind spots, wipers, though, you are you really bad on the yeah. sides. Every yeah, the
2: cool car I've ever known has had three windshield wipers. Wait.
0: Name another car. I don't even know what else has three windshield wipers.
2: I think there's another Mercedes-Benz vehicle that actually has. But three every windshield. every oh the Unimog actually really? has three windshield wipers. Wow. yeah. If
1: you got three windshield wipers, you automatically you're cool. dope. You're or automatic. the single the, the mono wiper on my 190e. Oh, the mono. Oh. I did a mono wiper oh, yeah. conversion cool. on my E32. Mercedes did do that. Wow. The E320 cool. had that as well. The yeah. older models, yeah. yeah. What else do I have, Omar? What else? Uh, uh, FJ, The man forgot what he has in his collection, man. I, I, mean, I, oh, I admire I do have, that. I, and I do have a Mark V
0: Supra. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I do have a Mark V Supra. At one point,
0: you had two Mark V Supras, though. Don't be humble. I, I mean, yeah, just it's okay to flex here.
1: Well, let's not talk about what happened to the first <laughs> I'm one. I'm just saying <laughs> you had two at one point, right? Yeah, like, to have a take But, two but the that. spec that I have on this one is a, is a Phantom, so that's, that's the most rare color. All that's the... the all, like it's it's like a it's a like a satin, satin finish, right? it's a yeah. satin gray oh, um like a so it looks dope. like a metal oh, I almost mean,
2: love it. you also have another jeep rubicon I mean, you have another jeep sport you have a tacoma as well no
1: oh yes i do have He's, a current gen 2019 guy. tacoma They're somewhere on a driveway um, you know what? I, that I, and that's a TRD off-road with the 4x4, four four, the tech package and the long bed. So that's a very util you yeah. know, utility heavy vehicle. This guy loves the seats in the Tacoma uh, in specific. That's <laughs> his
2: favorite seat altogether.
1: I bro. took that car on a road trip to Arizona. Are, are they that comfortable? No. They're so comfortable. I would you need say a I, I would right say <laughs> I would say that is the most uncomfortable uh <laughs> seat that I've sat in for a road trip. I mean, it's just I I don't like the t- I know I know there's the taco the taco guys are beautiful trucks they're very reliable they you yeah know, they they make tons of aftermarket uh, parts for the them the depreciation but is incredible. and, the, and it of, is yeah. the car yeah, yeah the it basically is has incredible. the best it yeah. is the best depreciation so yeah. it is the I mean one of the best cars to buy um but after you know we've owned a our family's owned like a tundra. But mm-hmm. so since owning that vehicle, it's just not yeah, it's as hard to compete. It's, it's yeah because the Tundra interior is so comfortable. It's so yeah, big SUV, and plush, honestly. It's a the, couch. Do you, you oh. have yeah. the dual cab? Like, what was it? The full, full yeah. I yeah. got the full. It's the an full, SUV inside. It's so comfortable. Yeah, it's, like, it's like it's like S class. Seats Esk. in the back. I mean, Esk. I mean, I'll size, take that, space. Yeah. Not, I, I not, not the same. Yeah. But Somebody says S class, but <laughs> not the same. But yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I do yeah. love driving. I would say I'd love like dailying like an SUV because you could see over. Although I don't daily an SUV. Yeah. Um. So I think those are my enthusiast yeah. vehicles, and then I and then I do I, I did just buy that G thirty five. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So that I bought a so I bought Megan Racing's uh and, and their suspension engineer worked on that car and set it all up for drifting so it's a purpose built nice. drift car yeah. it's got no front win- uh, front uh, uh, side all mi- your door uh, cards are out you side name it windows the car's <laughs> completely stripped it's actually believe it or not they had it weighed so it weighs about 28 to 2900 pounds that's light yeah. that's super light supposedly that's, so that's totally 800 pounds off that, yeah. 800 pounds. that's like Six seven hundred pounds. That's that's as light as a two forty nine eleven. Yeah, that's as light as a two forty. Yeah, um, it makes. It's got the rev up motor, so it makes about two hundred and eighty horsepower. Yeah. It has a it has a hydro. Um, it has a hydro um, e brake nice. system. So the hydraulic one that you yeah, see yeah. can Block yeah, pulling yeah. in the yeah. gym yeah. yeah. in the Gymkhana. Cool. It's got angle kit. It's got a. It's got their fully, all our arms for the front and rear the control arms and their all their rear adjustable arms as long as as well as a coilover kit yeah um a racing steering wheel racing seats and a and a little uh, roll bar what i really forgot about is my 68 bronco and my 70 bronco that's
0: right you mentioned that in passing What's the so, progress on that? What are you doing to it? So What's, right now, what, um, um, I actually have I have though.
1: two Broncos, um, the real ones, not not the you know the new ones or That's the one that are on over, or, order. So new ones nice. You okay. know, well, we'll you know my my garage the, actually yeah. has cars. They're not uh, all on pre-order. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I got a few in the garage. So. Okay. Uh, I got Yeah, so, yeah he's, he's, got, right? he's, he's he way, got the 350. in the
0: garage. Just wait at Omar's Flex once he finally gets the uh, allocation delivered. Yeah. Well, once <laughs> his, his Broncos delivery,
2: is finally built and running, I mean, then we can have, actually have a conversation. So, but... so we're
1: doing a full frame off restoration on, on both of the vehicles. So frame I... off
2: just means it's not working, basically. <laughs> so basically, still in the we'll, shop.
1: We'll, so I, I had basically had a, bought a, um, I bought a uh, 68 Ford, and then um, we pulled the body off the frame we nice. had that yep. that frame uh uh sandblasted, completely then redone, dipped huh dipped in uh, some sort of enzyme chemical that doesn't allow it to rust sweet um, every bolt and bushing was changed on it um, we put a motor uh, a ford crate motor from nice. a 90s uh, mustang in there like a 50 motor nice. oh wow coyote. Um, those are not not a coyote um, but it's a 50 out of a like a fox body f- 96 cobra mustang oh no. nice okay oh, yeah really? the next gen yeah, yeah, yeah the next yeah gen. yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is that pushing? And uh, like 300. It's, it's it's around 300 horsepower. I mean, okay. it's got it's got uh, some heads and cams and things like that. Nothing too crazy because I wanted to keep them reliable in the car that, with a short wheelbase. You know, if yeah. you put too much power, it'll pop a wheelie on there.